So Samsung is now accepting pre-orders for the S8 and S8 Plus Unlocked. This is different than what has been sold so far, okay? So I'm 99% sure, and I mentioned this when I picked up the S8 in the first place, I'm 99% sure I've got to return this one anyway because this is a this is a, a Verizon device that happens to work on other networks. So I don't, I have not, I've yet to get a, a single update on this device. So uh, it's definitely got to go back to the store. Whether I like it enough to keep it, it doesn't really matter. You'll have to wait and watch the review to find out the answer to that one. But the review's got to get shot this week. I got to shoot all the B-roll with it, shoot the, the main segments here, and I can edit it later. But I, I, I got to bring it back anyway because ultimately I won't get any updates on it. If I want to get updates on it, I got to grab the unlocked model directly from Samsung. And that's what we're talking about here. This is going to be pre-orderable as of right now. They confirmed to The Verge in March that the unlocked model will be arriving in May. Uh, so <laughs> they're barely meeting that expectation. It should be available on May 31st. Whether or not you'll actually get it on May 31st is uh, up to the, the, the shipping shipping service that they wind up using for your particular shipment. So uh, you can still pre-order online at Best Buy, uh, but the the if you're go if you go and get a phone right now, you're gonna get the Verizon model. If you pre-order a phone at Best Buy right now, if you pre-order it, you can, you have to make sure you're paying attention, you're getting the right model. You can pre-order the actual unlocked model that will get updates no matter, no matter what, directly from Samsung. Uh, and those are starting at $724.99 for the 64 gig model um, and $824.99 for the 64 gig S8 Plus, uh, which I think is probably what I'm gonna wind up grabbing once I return this one because I do kind of miss the larger display and from what I've heard, the S8 Plus has some incredible battery life and my battery life on the S8 just has not been too great. It's actually been fine, it's ho-hum. You get through a day, it's the normal, like you gotta charge it every night situation. Q conflicted feelings. Snapchat is updating the way you can time your snaps. You can now make them viewable forever once they're dismissed they still disappear but you don't have to set a 10 second timer or something like that uh which i suppose i understand <sighs> there's this weird trend in startups that once they start to hit a certain point make a bunch of money ipo all this stuff they start eroding at what the concept of the product was to begin with um, and to some extent, it's part of the, the company maturing and moving forward and responding to the market, responding to what's important because the, the or what's making money anyway, because the, the original idea of a company isn't necessarily the best idea the company's ever had. Twitch started as Justin TV. It was just a regular live streaming platform. And amusingly, we've come full circle now that Twitch is being used for IRL purposes, which I think is absolutely hysterical. But Snapchat uh, removing the, or not removing, but giving you the option to remove the amount of time that a snap can be viewed for is uh, a change, a serious change to the ephemeral nature of the platform. That's more like how Instagram works. So now we're starting to see the, a, a little bit more cross-pollination. Uh, to date, to date, Snapchat has been the, the leader in terms of features. It was not until Instagram caught up. This is, this is good. Competition is good for the consumer. 
It wasn't until Instagram caught up and decided to do stories themselves and, and Snapchat started getting scared that they even bothered updating their Snapchat app for Android, which was absolutely awful to begin with. Like atrocious. The, the main most offensive thing about that app is it didn't even bother to use the actual camera API that Android provides. Why not? Are you kidding me? You're a camera application. Why are you why are you rolling your own here? So once cam once the camera API was being used in Instagram, Snapchat got wise. Uh, and here's another another point in that direction. The way Instagram stories work, they're visible for the full 24 hours. You can watch them and watch them and watch them, whether they're boomerangs or photos or or videos in the story. You can watch them as much as you want until they expire. This is still a little bit different. These limitless snaps, they can be viewed infinity, but like I said, they, they disappear. They disappear after they've been dismissed. So that is a little bit different. Um, it's a weird change that I think... It, it moves it towards Instagram. I wouldn't be surprised if this changed also. If they wound up changing the feature to behave the way users think it's going to behave. Uh, where if you make it visible for infinity, I think people are going to start reporting to support. Hey, this is weird. This doesn't make sense. Why isn't it doing this? Um, the other nice thing is they've also added this option to loop the snap. So it'll keep looping until the person who's watching advances to the next one. That's not something Instagram has. That will automatically continue through. On Instagram, you can tap and hold on the screen, and it'll keep it there, but it's a little bit different. The, this, the stories marketplace is heating up right now, and I'm really curious to see where this goes. If it goes into, like, yucky, less personal, more bullshit route that, like, you see in these dystopian future movies and episodes of Black Mirror, or if it goes more towards an actual, more connected human race uh it's weird but overall competition has been good for the story space uh it's just a matter of okay what's next because for now all i really see is lots of opportunities for advertisers and not much else all right i gotta tell you the truth here i'm a little bit nervous because i'm recording on my <clears throat> excuse me on my computer uh and i just overclocked it for the first time I just spent the last, uh, what, hour, hour and a half or so. Really didn't take that long tinkering with the settings and stuff like that. Um, the auto settings are actually surprisingly fine if all you're trying to do is get a Ryzen 7 1700X up to uh, like 3.8. If you're trying to go up to 4, uh, there's a little bit more tweaking you'll need to do probably. But I can run it stable basically on everything on auto uh, on 3.8 gigahertz which i'm pretty happy with i've noticed a huge improvement just like overall snappiness render times uh chewing through this audio that i'm recording very happy with with the performance so far of this machine i know i've been really behind on the build but it's because i'm starting a new job next week uh this week next week uh and uh we've we've uh, we've been busy there's a lot of things that we're we're building an empire here so I've had to, I've had to devote attention to some some other areas of the empire, so to speak. So, uh, I'm a little bit nervous that my computer will just shut down on me here, just reboot. But I uh, gotta test and try and see if it's stable, right? Okay. Well, thankfully, it's still running stable. <laughs> see, what you don't know is that I just stopped recording and did some troubleshooting. For some reason, a bunch of my drivers needed to be reinstalled, which is a bummer. 
my Wacom tablet's got to be all reset up again, but that's okay. It wasn't exactly far along. Um, feeling good, man. Feeling good. This is this is looking and feeling really, really good. Nice and smooth. It's interesting, isn't it, how we treat computers so differently now than we do phones. Like I, I've said many times, I've said many, many times, I'm not the kind of person who is going to get worked up over, over benchmarks and things like that, but as I'm looking at... Uh, at the benchmarks for something like like my computer. It's a very different situation, isn't it? I'm using this thing for a very different set of circumstances and it's also operating at a much higher clip. You're working with insane amounts of data at crazy high speeds, so even a small increase is going to be a serious increase when it comes to noticeability. And I am noticing a, a significant uptick here. On mobile, it's a little bit different. On, on mobile, you know, if you're comparing like a Snapdragon 835 to an 821, yeah, you'll see a pretty big, pretty big jump there. Uh, and even just like doing the benchmarks for for the Exynos processor on the S8 compared to the 835 that's in the S8 in the US, you'll definitely notice a difference on paper, but it, it takes until you are using them next to each other to really notice the difference. The, the difference is pretty, is pretty stark. Uh, well, I suppose, no, not stark. The difference is, is hard to notice unless they're next to one another. Whereas something like this, where I dial up the, the clock speed, I noticed this immediately. I noticed this the second my computer booted. I was like, oh, damn. Whew. You're just like chewing through stuff here. So I think it's really cool and really interesting that we're not quite there with our phones. Where right now, what really matters is the utility. But once the utility of our phones changes and we move towards doing more complex, complicated, multi-threaded applications on our mobile devices, then suddenly we're gonna start caring about benchmarks again, I think. Because at first, it wasn't even enough for our phones to, to, to be able to handle the utility. So now we're in, we're in a down cycle. Like right now, we don't care too much about benchmarks because ultimately, it's gonna deliver the same kind of experience, but as the experiences start to change and get more intensive and VR starts to be more of a realistic thing we can do on our phones, we're gonna need more of that horsepower and those those differences in the benchmarks and those differences in overclocking, being able to do more with our phone than we necessarily could have a month, two months, a year ago is gonna make a really big difference.